Coming at you quicker than a savage Tony Khan reaction gif, it's time for the Rapid Roundup and a special edition uh, this week as we discuss the Tuesday Night Wars, NXT versus Dynamite. Let's jump straight into it. Cody Rhodes kicking off the show um, over on NXT. He reveals that he's got uh, three announcements, the first of which he, there's going to be a men's breakout tournament, the second being the return of the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic, and the third is that he's the special general manager of NXT for one night only um then out comes uh the nxt champion dragonov he says that he wanted to welcome cody personally he starts bigging him up until dominic mysterio and rhea ripley come down doing their usual shtick um and cody being the the guest general manager decides to make dragonov versus dominic tonight with a special guest referee not himself no no it's a uh, la night baby yeah um, which takes us to the first match of the night. Roxanne Perez takes on Asuka. Uh, Shotzi also comes down. She's on commentary for this one. And to be fair, Asuka makes pretty short work of Roxanne. Uh, picks up the win. Remains undefeated in NXT. Um, and she also, uh, Shotzi reveals that uh, her and Scarlett are going to be hosting uh, NXT Halloween Havoc. So, yeah, interesting. But yeah, bit of a bit of a shame for Roxanne there. But I suppose... Um, Asuka's undefeated streak is alive and well. We then move on to a six-man pub rules match next. Tyler Bates and the Brawling Brutes take on Gallus. Um, apparently, pub rules essentially means that there's some tables, some pool cues, trash cans, and bar stools. Um, and yeah, it was, it was a decent match. Tyler Bates and the Brutes got the win after a triple power bomb through the table. Then John Cena. He is there on NXT, um, and he says, people keep saying NXT is the future, but they're making history tonight. And to be fair to John, he looked absolutely ecstatic to be there. He had a big smile on his face. He seemed to be loving it. Um, and Bron Breaker comes out to interrupt him. He says they didn't come here to see him, which Cena quips, that's because they can't, and that was brilliant. Um, and yeah, Bron says, in fact, they came here to see him. So Cena decides to offer his hand to Brom, uh, but Breaker cheap shots him, goes for a spear. Cena counters it into an AA, but Breaker manages to escape. So, yeah, John Cena on NXT. Um, that's not even the, the, the craziest thing. But, yeah, it was nice to see Cena. Um, I'm sure everybody there was made up to see him as well. Um, yeah, interesting little segment. Uh, more on Brom Breaker in a little bit. Going on from this, we got Dragonov versus Dom Dom uh, with Elliot Knight as the special guest referee. Uh, as per usual, the Judgment Day tried to get involved, but um, LA Knight takes care of JD McDonough, and Rhea Ripley tries to hit Dragonov with the, with her title, but misses, um, and Trick Williams pulls her off the apron that allows Dragonov to get the win and retain his belt. After the match, Baron Corbin comes down, um, but Dragonov gets sneak attack by Dijak. So uh, as Dijak's leaving the ring, he tells Corbin he beat him to it, and Dragonov is his. So I believe we're now getting um, next week the winner of the main event uh, is going to basically take on both Baron Corbin and um, Dijak to get the number one contendership for the title. So <laughs> interesting stuff there. Um, speaking of interesting stuff, so Paul Heyman is seen backstage talking to Ava Rain, obviously, you know, daughter of The Rock, about talk, you know joining the Bloodline. So is this kind of some sort of setup for maybe The Rock versus Roman Reigns down the line? Who knows? Um, Jade Cargill is here. 
she arrives she's greeted by Shawn michaels um so she's just cropping up everywhere at the minute everyone wants a piece of jade um we then get lola vice defeating danny palmer in the women's breakout tournament and we get a chase u vignette as well which then takes us to the main event um and we get carmelo hayes with john cena in his corner taking on bron breaker with paul Heyman in his um and yeah one point bron goes for the steel steps cena stops him gets in the way then solo sokoa comes down and cena hits him with the steps um and ultimately though carmelo gets the win um after the match breaker hits him with a spear uh until the lights go out an american badass undertaker is here um and basically taker comes in the ring and tells him one day he's going to be a special talent but not today taker punches him in the face hits him with a choke slam to hell um, and then basically leans down, tells Bron, there's always an older, bigger, badass waiting around the corner, and he's just met the biggest of them all. So, um, holy trippiness of an episode. It was good, don't get me wrong, it, it was good. It was nice to see all that talent there, but to be fair, there wasn't that many long matches, not a lot really in terms of advancing some of the storylines there. Obviously, we now know there's a, a number one contenders match next week, but yeah, it kind of felt like a little bit of a mismatch of a show, but it was fun nonetheless. I don't normally watch NXT, so mm, maybe, I wouldn't say I'm biased, but maybe, you know, I'm just not naturally as into it. But yeah, it was a good show, um, and you can see it was definitely fully loaded to compete with Dynamite. Speaking of which, uh, Christian Cage is the man that opened the show. From the backstage production area, he says that this is the biggest Dynamite ever. It's title Tuesday, and opening the show is going to be Danielson versus Swerve for a shot at his title. Closing the show will be Luchasaurus and Adam Copeland. Uh, but before that match, Christian's going out there. He's going to let Copeland know a few home truths. True to his word, the opening match was Danielson versus Swerve for a shot of the TNT Championship. Um, and you know what? Fantastic match. Both of them absolutely brought it. Um, and it was, went on for about 15 minutes as well, which compared to Asuka and um, Broxanne, which was the opening match on NXT, probably lasted less than five minutes. Um, quite quite a difference in terms of approach between the two shows. Um, ultimately, though, Swerve uh, tries to get Prince Nana's crown and hits um, Danielson with it. Hangman stops him, and this allows Danielson to hit the Basako knee for the win. And now we know that um, Danielson's facing Christian Cage on collision. We also got Chris Jericho taking on Powerhouse Hobbs, the newest recruit of the Don Callis family. Um, and Hobbs absolutely smashed him. Um, Jericho hardly got in any offense. Complete squash. Um, after the match, he's getting checked on. Daniel Garcia comes over to check on him. Daddy Magic says, um, you know what, we're better than this now, and basically makes Daniel Garcia leave Jericho on his own. And later in the show, uh, Tony Schiavone re uh, reveals that Jericho has had to be taken to the hospital to assess his internal injuries. So they are certainly giving Hobbs some somewhat of a push now that he's part of the Don Callis family. Hopefully this is one that pays off because he's got all the, all the tools in the world. So yeah, let's hope this is the one, but... Interesting approach now for Jericho. Is it going to be taking some time off? I'm not too sure, but he seems to be written off at least for the short term. We follow this up um, with a couple of different things. So Adam Cole continues to help Roderick Strong. This time he's mowing his lawn for him. Um, and yeah, on one leg, of course. Um, he tries to leave at the end and basically says, you know what, I'm still going to get surgery. But Roddy says, Adam... I just need one more thing. So this is still continuing to go on. Uh, we also, <laughs> Timeless Tony Storm is ready for her close-up and we get some 
batshit crazy silent movie thing called Lover's Lament, which is just all sorts of mentalness in the best way, of course. Um, loving Tony's new character. Um, it's just absolutely mental. And <laughs> yeah, uh, there's not much else to say about it, really. But hopefully um, this, you know, leads to something big. We'll talk you know in a minute about what that could be but yeah um loving the tony storm stuff the adam cole and roddy stuff is okay as well but yeah um that's starting to kind of kind of go on a bit long now so i want to see some actual you know momentum off the back of that speaking of momentum so ray phoenix was uh defending the international title supposedly against john moxley in the uh what are we calling it the the, the pre-show thing i can't remember what, what they call it the buy-in um Tony Khan revealed John Moxley cannot compete. He's not medically cleared. So replacing him is Orange Cassidy. Uh, all the way through the match, Ray Phoenix is selling the back. And in a relatively short um, five or six minute match, Cassidy actually scores the win to become a two-time international champion. Um, and also we got Wardlow squashing Matt Seidel as well. So yeah, short, short matches on both, but certainly um, some some long matches on uh, Dynamite as well this week. So yeah, it felt a felt a bit more sporty feel, less um, you know, less promo type stuff on Dynamite this week. One of the other awesome matches we got, Hangman Page taking on Jay White. This is the fourth time these two have faced each other. The score was three and zero to Jay White. Um, but in this match, Bullet Club got involved. They caused a distraction at ringside. Prince Nana tried to get involved and hit Hangman with his crown, but Page slapped it out of the way. Um, but that allows Jay White to get a roll up with the tights for the win to make him 4-0 and oh. this is where it kind of comes unstuck a little bit so MJF then comes out he demands that Jay White give him his belt back um, because you know Jay White's basically been holding on to the triple B all this time it's always kind of bothered me that like the, the fact that someone could just take it and just be like like why do you need to fight them for it then? Just you've just stolen it, so why even have the match? Um, but MJF wants it back, and then Juice Robinson caused a bit of controversy. This I don't know what way they meant it. I imagine, let's be fair, it was meant in this way. Um, Juice Robinson's got to roll the quarters though, and says he's going to hold them um, in his fist and beat him with them. We know some of the stuff um, that we've seen recently. That fan sign about the uh, I just dropped a quarter. Um, we know Max has told a story about when he was in high school and the whole roll the quarters thing. So. Yeah, definitely some um, stuff around the whole Jewish thing that they're leaning into here with this, and it has irked a few people. I don't know that they need to go down this route. There's enough going on with Hang, um, with Adam Cole. Too many Adams. Um, but, yeah, we will see. Um, but, yeah, MJF flips his lid, and he storms off. So, bit of a weird damn squib from MJF, unfortunately. I expect him to do a killer promo in this, um, with it being, you know, potentially a lot of eyes on this one as well. Um, just wasn't the case, so strange. We then had another title match, title Tuesday, only two title matches, um, but it's a doozy. Um, so Soraya defends against Hikaru Shida. Ruby Soho, who's banned from ringside, does get involved, um, tries to get Shida with the spray paint, but Shida sprays her instead. And timeless Tony Storm comes out, uh, beats Ruby with her shoes, tosses her over the barricade, and Soraya tries everything she can. Um, she even sprays Hikaru Shida in the face with the spray paints. It's a second nightcap, um, but Shida kicks out. Soraya goes for the roll-up, Shida reverses it, and she wins to become a three-time uh, AW Women's Champion. So I've been overly critical in the past um, of every time Dynamite puts on one of these title Tuesday type things or um, like these Grand Slams or Gold Rush or whatever the bloody hell they call them, Battle of the Belts. Not, we never get any titles changed hands. So to be fair, I was surprised, very, very surprised that both um, titles that were on the line have changed hands on the same show. So, fair play. Um, credit where it is due. 
which then takes us towards the end of the show. Christian Cage comes out, shoots on Adam Copeland. Uh, he takes a shot at what he did with Judgment Day. Um, he said he didn't just take a bunch of misfits and dress them up in Halloween costumes and pretend to be the leader. Um, he's not doing that with Luchasaurus and Nick Wayne. Instead, he's their father. So obviously leaning into the whole father stuff. So lots of lols. Um, but he also says that he knows Adam's wife, Beth, is a huge fan of him. Um, and Luchasaurus is going to end him. But don't worry, take solace in the fact that Adam's little girls are going to be well taken care of. So Christian has been an absolute horrible, horrible human being and the best kind of heel that you want to see. Um, that does bring out Adam Copeland. He comes flying out um, and Nick Wayne gets involved, gets his leg um, and allows Luchasaurus to beat him down before the bell. He does power through though. Um, they have the match. Uh, Copeland hits Luchasaurus with the TNT title. And there's a moment there where Luchasaurus thinks it was Christian that did it. Um, but ultimately, um, nearly called him Edge, <laughs> but Adam Copeland got the win. Uh, after the match, though, Nick Wayne again attacks him, and Christian and Luchasaurus join in. The Blackpool Combat Club come down, trying to make the save, but then Gates of Agony get involved and swerve, and Hangman tries to come and make the save again. Complete bedlam everywhere, but the show ends with Danielson tapping out Christian in the middle of the ring. Is this what we're going to see at Collision on Saturday? Um, and all this while Adam Copeland is watching on. So, hell of a couple of shows there, let's be honest. Um, thoroughly entertaining on both sides. It's it's so fascinating what 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 they've done. Um, WWE kind of loading up this show with a lot of these, you know, mega stars. And it, it's an interesting take because it, is it going to get more eyeballs on it? This week, probably. The fact Undertaker's going to be there, John Cena's going to be there, LA Knight was on the show, Cody. They really loaded it up, and I think that probably has done enough to get the eyeballs on the show. The problem, though, they didn't really enhance or showcase the existing talent enough. So when people tune back in next week, if they if they have captured some of the AW audience or um, you know any other people that are tuning in for this, they're gonna not see the people they saw this week, and will will they stick around? Maybe not. So it's a bit of a short sighted kind of play from WWE, but you know I think it will be enough to get the, the eyeballs on, which is a shame because Dynamite I do think was a really good show. Um, still for me there was so much emphasis on the wrestling, which it is wrestling, so yeah you kind of need to do that, but. Other than like the, the little vignettes with Tony Storm and Adam Cole, there just needs to be a little bit more from like a promo side of things or like backstage happenings and stuff going on. I think um, it's the only thing that kind of lets it down a little bit. So yeah, not enough good matches on NXT, but a lot of stuff going on, a lot of kind of promo segments and big kind of like wow shock moments. Whereas on Dynamite, lots of good matches, but not a lot of kind of story progression or big kind of wow moments on that side of things. So interesting nonetheless i thoroughly enjoyed it um competition is good competition is healthy at least i think they're both acknowledging each other as competitors now because in the past we haven't done that so i'm excited to see what happens where it all goes um and what the ratings will ultimately be but next week dynamite's back on wednesday so the war does not continue but yeah i'm sure a lot of uh, people on x or twitter whatever you want to call it will have an absolute field day so let us know in the comments what did you prefer what did you watch did you watch nxt did you watch dynamite let us know and which do you think was the better show so until next time um yeah we'll catch you on the next one